0: SHUT UP AND SIT DOWN!
1: Bye. Hi everybody, how we doing? We're back. Round 3, episode 3, Tech Earth, by E. So, joining myself and Dino on the couch this week is our great and powerful leader, Martin the P Peamini. Intelligent man knows an awful lot about tech, it was actually his brain fart that uh, got all this started, so it would be great to have him on the couch and pick his brains, because this week's topics are a doozy. To start with, we're going to be talking everything voice. There's been a lot going on, Amazon Dot, Spot, Echo, the Google Home, the Apple HomePod just released, and obviously Microsoft, they're, they're there and around with uh, Cortana. Um, so yeah, voice, going to be a big one. And we're going to dive right in and talk about that in a few minutes. Um, Outside of that, we're going to be talking about SpaceX because the lunatic, the Bond villain, that is Elon Musk, has fired a Tesla Roadster into space. It's actually now on NASA's uh, radar, along with comets and asteroids and other things that could possibly destroy humanity. But yeah, we'll get there. We'll talk about that. And because it's Valentine's Night, the most romantic day of the year, we're going to be talking about sex tech. We're gonna make love, ping, ping. Shut up and sit down. How's everybody doing, Dean? You good? Good. Martin, great to have you. How's things?
2: Good man, yourself, how are you getting on lads?
1: Very, very good. So we've obviously introduced the topics. Martin, do you wanna pick which one to lead with? I know what you're gonna talk you're gonna say, so let's get it started.
2: Yeah, well I'm 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 kind of obsessed with voice assistants and smart assistants in Big Off at the minute, so
1: Cool. What? What? Lead the charge. What? Jump. Jump right in. Tell us what you think.
2: Yeah. Well, like, I guess this week it's a really interesting one because um, Apple are just after launching their Home Pod. Um,
1: yeah, I was actually looking that up.
2: Yeah, like it's. I don't know how I feel about it because like I've got a. Like, so I've got an Echo, an Echo Dot, an Echo Spot, um, and the Alexa app on my phone and like to be honest just just
1: to catch you there the echo spot that's the one with the little webcam that's like an alarm bit weird no
2: yeah the, the, the <laughs> webcam i've covered with a, a webcam cover because i think that is uber creepy um,
1: yeah um, apart from that it's a pretty cool device but anyway sorry distracted back to the apple thing i guess or whatever
2: uh yeah well actually on on the camera at least amazon say you can uh you can disable the the camera and the software uh which is something i would definitely not trust as like oh yeah no it, it's turned yeah. off we, we won't be watching otherwise it. dean
1: dean's gonna be watching you sleep
2: yeah exactly exactly <laughs> but uh yes yeah, so, all right so it looks good Ken. after after launching his home pod home pod jobby and uh like yeah sure it, it's apparently it's got one of the best speakers on the market like it for now i have it's one of the only ones i haven't got to play with yet right but it's 360 euros
1: like, yeah it's, it's yeah it's, a scandous it's
2: scandous. Insanity. Like, so if you want to get that in Ireland right now right it's only available in the UK so you have to pay in sterling or whatever but it translates to 360 euro you go through Paris and Motel you get delivered here or whatever but like you could just get an Amazon Echo for 100 quid um, yep yeah and even then do you
1: really need even the Echo like the dot or even the Google Home Mini they're you know they're perfectly fine if you don't need a giant speaker yeah. I mean for me it's the dot that is the one I'm going for all day long, personally. Price versus functionality. That's that's, that's me all day long.
2: Yeah, like, I, I was a massive bad fit at the Echo Dot. Like, I live in a small apartment. Like, the, the Echo Dot is perfect for what we wanted. Then I got the, the the actual proper full-size Echo. And don't get me wrong. The sound quality on the version 2 Echo even is better than the version 1 Echo. Um, but still, like, Echo Dot sound quality for the size of the Oak is savage. Like it, it's it's yeah, far yeah. more than what most people would need from a speaker. Plus you can still plug it into a stereo if you have one, so
1: What do you have connected to it though? Yeah. I mean, like are you like smart thermos, all the lights, are you like full on connected home because smart home. Yeah, like uh,
2: like so right, if you have a Google home, I think that's cool for it for like the table quiz, you know. You ask it anything you want and it'll give you an answer. But for me, like the the echo is like I walk in and I say, Alexa, I'm home. The TV turns on. The lamp in the corner turns on. The light in the hall turns on. Um, if I'm going to bed, I say, "Alexa, I'm going to bed." The sitting room shuts down. The bedroom turns on. The hallway turns on for a couple of seconds and then turns off. So, I, like, it's it's crazy to walk around the house just speaking to stuff. Like, you know, 20 years ago, this was Bill Gates talking to a. A big gigantic I was
1: literally state. just about to say that. Yeah, Bill Gates was talking about this twenty years ago, and people were going, "Mate, you're batshit crazy." Yeah, now
2: a hundred. And now we
1: and now we have it in a, yeah, for a hundred quid, you have a little speaker that basically starts the process. And I mean, like, it's it's the Philips U for the lights. It's really the Nest system for home. I know you've found other systems, like security systems, that come around that. Do you want to kind of talk about some of those? Or
2: yeah, like like so. Some- i have obviously i did a video a while back on remember that wemo video about the the smart yeah that was really cool like i I thought that worked really well but like that just one of those plugs costs like i think it's about 50 quid um but there's another company in the uk or uk called energy um which is a cracking name for a start but they have um (laughs) you get like three plugs for 30 pounds so about 40 euros so like you get two packs of it. And Parcel Motel
1: mm-hmm. will send them over this way as well, wouldn't Same
2: it? Same again, yeah, through Parcel Motel again. Yeah. Um, but you plug it like we
1: do love Parcel Motel.
2: You are?
1: We love Parcel Motel. We should start getting them to sponsor this at this stage. <laughs>
2: yeah, like Parcel Motel, the like Christmas shopping for me isn't about going home to your family and stuff. It's about going down to the local parcel Motel and picking
0: up a few packages. You sound like you're a very exciting Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, right? I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but no, I find as well I do, that home myself, now, and I haven't properly hooked up my iPhone to it yet. But, like, I actually find that, like, it's actually very responsive. Yeah. Because, like, where I have it um, in my kitchen, I'd say, when I'm sitting on my couch, that the Alexa is a good 20 feet away. And I can just say, Alexa, connect to my iPhone, and it'll connect to Bluetooth. and. No, i can't say to my iphone um don't 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 do it don't, it don't do it again don't do it because, again <laughs> don't uh play this on that sound because i use spotify it's not um just not compatible with the Alexa. but um i still find that um so like say like uh, connect to iphone uh, play calls that kind of thing like it actually works really well and i find the speaker quality as well it's actually really really good so i'm actually i really do want to get it set up properly and i want to get my like i want to get my Future house or apartment that would never set up the same with humor, like, with all the uh, kind of smart home and devices. Yeah. But, like, for the very basics of what I want Alexa to do at the moment, it works. I think it works really well. Now, I haven't had any experience with the uh, dot or the spot that you have, or uh, with, I saw the um, Google Home or at least when Google were announcing it. I thought that was pretty impressive as well. It's very interactive in terms of, like, even, sort of, setting up games for kids that like using shares and all that. It's actually really, it works really well. But if you're just looking for something, again, like just play music and connect to your phone, or even send, or like if you're cooking dinner, you can say, um, Alexa, call John. And I can still be cooking away dinner while well, I to John on the phone with the Alexa 10 feet away. Because you no, know, like if you're so, cooking chicken or whatever like that, like it just takes up, uh, it just makes it a lot more convenient. So um, uh, I'm not sure what the price is on it though. I can't even remember. Do you remember what the price goes on it? Oh, and, and which vehicle? one? The yeah, the big ones. Yeah. So the, the new Echo is a,
2: it's about hundred quid. So like right now they're actually reduced. Um they're I think they're about eighty euro, but they're normally about a hundred euro. Obviously you pay in sterling and get them shipped over at Paris Motel like, but yeah. Yeah, but
1: that's still a steal for what you get. But even then for people who aren't you know, the biggest online shoppers, shops like Maplin and Littlewoods yeah. are actually selling well, Littlewood's Littlewood's online, has but become yeah. like
2: this crazy base for electronics in Ireland. It's great they have like practically everything.
1: Yeah. And, like, the fact that Maplin are selling them in stores, I assume Argos and the likes will probably be getting on board with a lot of that stuff in the near future because, like, the stuff is, in general, very, very well-priced. I mean, for me, I'd probably be inclined to say the Google Home because, for me, I think the Google Home is probably the most intuitive because, obviously, it's just using the Google search engine. So it's kind of pre-set up with a wider spectrum of things to begin with, whereas the... Apple HomePod is limited to the Apple infrastructure with the likes of... You can only play Apple Music. You can't link it up with the likes of Spotify and stuff. Probably yet, I assume, that will come. Um, Amazon is reliant on skills because it hasn't got the same, I suppose, huge database of content that a Google search engine has. I mean, that that's really the big one for me. Um, but, Martin, you're the big expert on the Amazon skills. Do you want to talk about what the hell they are, why they are, and... How, how how people can actually do it, I guess.
2: Yeah, so I uh, this is a great time to plug us because we do actually have a Flash News briefing, which is an Amazon skill. Uh, it's not currently active. We're having some technical issues. But uh, yeah, if you're listening to this Ooh. podcast in the distant future, it's probably back working. So enjoy that. Um, so yeah, a couple of things there actually like, that even just came up was uh, Dean, did you say you were having trouble getting Spotify working on it? Uh, well, to be honest, no, I actually
0: haven't probably tried to set it up yet because I'm having trouble for some reason. Connecting it to it's not like it connecting to Wi Fi but connecting it to my phone and the Wi Fi, you know the way they have to like connect together. Oh, I'm having yeah. a bit of trouble with that. It's just, it's just on the iPhone, it's just a bit awkward. Like. Right. But have you got your, um, your have you got your Spotify set up on like?
2: it? Yeah, and like this kinda ties into what John was just saying there about skills. So like there's a, a Spotify skill. And the cool thing is like you just say like um Alexa uh I didn't want to say Alexa there, I so probably have to trigger in somebody's device now, sorry. Um, but alexa uh, <laughs> enables spotify and so, like then it, it starts the the scale and it'll pair up with the app but yeah like you do have to have the app paired up but i guess the, the big thing that changed in the last couple of weeks was that amazon actually realized that ireland exists um <laughs> which was a, a, a nice brand. always the forgotten um so the 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 amazon app is officially available here now which is great for well android users who were sideloading in the past which is dodgy um Definitely mm, yep, for yep. iphone users who actually can download a proper amazon app now um but yeah you can download a rake of stuff like there's uh rte news on there they're they're the only news outlet in ireland that i know of that beat us to being on it um then there's and of course stuff. ryanair well like the the cool one I, I found last week is uh oh i can't think of the name but now but if you have a quick look in the story you'll find it it's the um irish radio app so you just wake up and say Alexa, start playing news talk or something like that and you start listening to the radio when you wake up. It's great. It's really handy uh, because, like, especially if you have one of these beside the bed, it, it like the the Echo Spot, um, as creepy as it is, it is kind of nice just to to say Alexa, wake me up at 10, 10, 10 past eleven in the morning or whatever. Even though I actually yeah. That, yeah. that's one problem I have with the Echo Spot, it cannot wake me up.
1: Just not loud enough, or what's the crack?
2: I don't know what it is. I think the alarm is too soothing on it because I, I still have to wake my wake up. The one thing I have is that. The, the Note 8, I have the Bixby alarm which I think is fantastic, it's such a nice way to wake up um, yeah. but the- and I suppose that even
1: sidetracks us onto voice assistance within mobile phones or smartphones in general, I mean we've obviously seen Bixby taking off nicely with Samsung Apple have had you know, Siri floating around for a long long time and that keeps getting better with every iteration that comes out and yeah, it's pretty much every phone is getting its own Inbuilt smart assistant now as well, so I guess there's going to come a time where your phone is going to automatically sync up with the likes of your, you know, home system, and everything is going to be just a really clean cut interfacing that, you know, you're going to start talking to walls and it's going to start answering you, and that's kind of crazy to think about, isn't it?
2: (laughs) Yeah, Dean, you're you're an iPhone user, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, like I find. I find
0: uh the Siri app uh, it, it is fairly deep or the uh, Siri assistant. I find it I find it does work quite well. Uh, be honest, I don't use it that much. Um, because I don't know, I just don't really feel it. I do really adapted to uh, voice control like you have. Uh, and again, I just don't know what's useful. Because if I want to send a text, it just takes up. and I don't want to know and talk, it's wrong with a lot people. all oh, my text messages I'm sending. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, from like the very minimal use that sort I've of used it, it does work quite well. Like, even when my phone is locked and uh, sitting down on the counter, I can say, Hey Siri, uh, blah, blah, blah. And um, it'll, try, it'll it'll do my command for me. Um, but again, it's not as attractive as uh, Google. So um, you are limited in kind of what you can do with it. Um, but it is very impressive if you want to send a text message or something like that, if you want to send it, want to a Siri call, job, or something like that, it'll do a straight away. Um, And and, um, so I think the old days you'd have to basically speak like a robot for it to actually be able to understand you. Whereas now you can speak in a
1: natural voice and it works fine. Yeah. Yeah. Do you use the Google, do either of you use, Joe, when you're on your phone and going into Google, do you ever use the speaker function and that just to tell it what you're searching for? Because that's something that I use an awful lot now because it's just quicker than typing. Yeah. yeah,
0: the only time I really use it and I shouldn't even be using it at this time is if I'm Dropping in oh. and I don't and all short message just be like like yeah okay or I'll be there ten minutes stuff like that It's handy but again that's just the minimal use I've got no but I'd say you wanna got a bit more out or not.
2: Yeah, no, it's really it's actually really funny. If if you look at a lot of websites these days you'll see that like
0: I know, we we've been doing it
2: um where if you look at an article and an awful lot of the the headlines of each paragraph will be like how does this affect me or how does this work or how how much does an iphone cost and that's because it's uh google want people using voice search more so they're yep. basically if, if there's content there online where it's like how to how do how much is an iphone cost um and somebody is like using voice search you're more likely to appear so Google is kind of favoring voice search a little bit so it's just a nice little if you see a lot of websites doing that that's what they're up to
1: interesting so it's so basically search engine optimization is changing to be more voice intuitive rather than keyword intuitive essentially
2: yeah but at the same time like my first reaction there when i heard that back was like god why would anybody who lives out in the real world care about that but i guess it, it is important because it's um it's changing what people are finding and it's it's changing how people are finding stuff online but also it, it does show that more people are actually discovering just answers online by um, using voice search and stuff like that i think irish people are, are usually quite slow to adopt things like voice search like i remember a couple of years ago if you were walking down your the high street in limerick or the high street in dublin and uh you were talking on your hands free kit, you look like an absolute lunatic um whereas, yeah
1: i still get people looking at me when i'm on, if i'm on the phone on the Bluetooth in the car and I'm talking to it, people think I'm having a singalong to myself <laughs> and like Joe, I'm a dude driving around in a mini. The last thing I need is people thinking that I'm singing to myself in the car, which although to be fair to them half the time, I probably am, but that's irrelevant. Josh, I look ridiculous.
2: Did you, did you seriously go from driving a convertible Peugeot to a mini?
1: Yes. It's a red one with stripes and I love it. And it's a fantastic car. Okay. <laughs> I, Did you not know that? No.
2: No, I thought you were still driving the convertible Peugeot.
1: (laughs) No, no, I wrote that off. Nice,
2: nice. Yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah, that was one of my more clever moves. uh.
0: But actually, now (laughs) that you you actually do bring up Paris, because we all know a lot of like assistants had to come to Paris in the future as well, so like and uh, actually to be honest, I actually do think that would probably make driving safer because obviously if you want to change your radio, you will have to take your eyes off the road for even a split second. But if you're able to say uh, put on Street South West, put on Limerick seven Lane for Lightfell, put on whatever, you know, you can just say it to the car and they'll, they'll just pick it up. Or if you want to say, the guy was sat in a outside of my car and it's absolutely impossible to use. because I'd rather even use i just use Google Maps. but you'd be able to say give me directions to say Dublin. Or something like that, and they'll be able to bring up for you. So, um, I do think that the future is very much voice controlled, but as you said, Mart, um, Irish people are just very slow to adopt this kind of thing, and I think tech companies as well are very slow to um, bring it into Ireland because they, the first thing they do when they see Ireland is they see the UK and they see that as the second biggest market, probably apart from, well, maybe the third biggest market, apart from maybe um, uh, Asia and um, America.
1: Yeah, but no, that was a great, great point about the car side of things, because obviously, you know, that side of things is a life-saving technology, essentially, so it's not just, you know, a gimmick in your home to turn it on and off your lights. There's a real-world application to voice assistant that, as you said, when you're driving your car, and actually, the fact of the funny. matter is people do use their phones.
2: Yeah, no, and I think that what you're saying there is, well, like, you know, voice, it's, it's not necessarily a gimmick, like, you know, there is that situation in a car where it could be safer. Now, the other time is sometimes because voice is so young, it can also be frustrating. It could cause a crash because you're giving out to it so much. But generally, it it could save lives. And if you think about this situation, like if you have an elderly person living on their own and they're after having a big fall and broke their hip and can't move, they might not be able to reach a phone, but they could probably still shout at Alexa or something like that. So, like, it is is a massive piece of technology that could actually, without being overly dramatic, could potentially save lives, maybe.
1: It could actually great one on that um the um, the voice with the elderly. Do you remember when we were up in Dublin at the Amazon meet and we were learning about the everything your man showed us? The ad that they ran on Saturday Night Live, the skithead yeah. with the elderly speaking to it. I actually have the video here, so I'm going to play a quick 10-second clip just for a bit of a crack, and then we'll That's... swiftly move on. Go on, wait for this. And... Echo has everyone asking
0: Alexa for help let What
1: time is it? What the hell is wrong with this blasted thing? Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> Technology isn't always easy to use for people of a certain age. We're definitely going to have to it's throw this ball video ball up, ball ball up ball ball on the website for people to really ball ball see the full ball ball. two minutes. It's gray crack. That's why Amazon partnered with AARP to present the new Amazon, <laughs> Amazon Echo Silver. Yeah, the only nice. smart yeah, speaker. It's not really. unfortunately. <laughs> it's a lovely piece of kit generation. though, isn't it? It's super loud. In response to
0: any name, even remotely close to. The weather, Allegra. What is the weather outside? It is 74 degrees and sunny. Huh? It is 74 degrees and sunny. Where? Outside. (coughs) What about The temperature outside is 74 degrees and sunny. (laughs) I don't
1: know about that. It's funny because
0: that could actually probably work as an epic future.
1: Yeah. But even then, as you said, like there is there's probably an application for it in reality there, Joe. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: But, but think, anyway, right so. just one last thing. As, as what is well,
2: um like there was I remember the, the pivotal moment where I realised voice is actually a thing was I was after buying um some WeMo smart plugs and smart bulbs and all this stuff. <sighs> <clears throat> I got into in the house and thought it was great. And I was the problem was that I was using the, the smartphone app to turn on and off the lights, but my missus was using the light switch. So she'd turn off the light switch, and then I'd be using the app to try and turn it on, but there was no power going to the bulb because the switch was off. So it actually no. was crap. It just didn't work. But then one yeah. day, <laughs> when I got the voice, or when I got the Amazon Echo, I just came in and said, Alexa, turn off the lights. Um, so all our listeners right now are probably sitting in darkness. But the, <laughs> my missus actually came in, or that night we were going to bed or whatever, And she just went, Alexa, turn off the lamp. And it was actually, there was a kind of a click there where I realized smart bulbs are stupid because using your app is more complicated than going to the light switch on the wall or whatever. But actually, if you're at the far side of the room, shouting at Alexa to do that job for you is genuinely easier. So voice is just kind of like, it's a much more natural interface. It's even more natural than a smartphone screen. Uh, So that's why I think that in the next couple of years, I think, once voice gets over this, like, like, like what you were saying, Dean, about it, like voice didn't understand us. Uh, and it, just, it didn't understand Irish accents. Um, and that's after getting yeah. better in the last couple of years. Like in a couple of years' time, and it's it perfect. perfect. And I think it's going to be much, much more fun to, and much more useful to actually, to actually use it every day.
0: And uh, the number, uh voice developers as well now are, again, like you said there, like they didn't understand Irish uh, voices, but now the actual... So your Alexa app is learning how you speak. Yeah, like it learns how the individual owner speaks as well, which also be very helpful. Whereas it's not just a generic, like, this, so this word should sound, and, like, you need to sound like a robot for it. It actually learns how you speak. So, um, yeah, like you said there, like, it, it is still um, probably in the early days of development for at least Irish people. But I can definitely see, um, like many with all technology, uh, our generation and the younger generations will definitely start to adopt it in the next few years. There's so loads of applications. It'll become an everyday thing, they see in lost households probably in the next few years or so. It'll the
1: next few years, but probably in the next decade or so. Yeah. Right, so last question and we move off of everything voice and move on to space exploration because that's going to be a fun one to talk about. Right, Tuvi, quick one. If you had to buy one of the products, any of them, any voice assistant, right now, which one would it be? Dean will let you lead the charge. Um,
0: obviously, none of us have any experience with the Apple uh, HomePod. Uh, but even if we did have experience with it for the price of it, I just wouldn't give back my money. it's So stupid they're basically charging us for the uh, for the uh, product name itself. Speaker is really good though. I've had no issues at all with the Apple HomePod, and I would highly recommend it to anyone. It is, uh, the speaker is so good, and it's just it is very convenient in the situations so I found myself that I would be need it. Yeah, Martin.
2: So anybody who's read my the, the last article that I did on this was uh, the echo dot and the echo uh, just the echo, which one you should get there was a video on it and everything it was, I was very convincing uh, on telling people to pick the echo dot. That was until I got the new echo. Um, <laughs> the new echo speaker is phenomenal um, and I think that the, the echo dot like the echo dot is like you know if you want to get into to having a voice assistant or a smart assistant and you wanted to just like try one out it's something like what 50 quid or something like that great great entry yep. level and look if you, if you have a big gaff, you'll still be able to put that somewhere else if you do upgrade to an echo but right now for my money for 100 quid to get the echo that's the only one for me
1: yeah. i'm going to go against the grain on both of you and say i'd be a google home mini man myself i just think the straight up application of having the google search engine there off the bat just seems to make sense and i think they're about 50 60 quid as well so you know, straight in, straight on, and off we pop. You know, happy days, Google era machine for a reason, so let's trust them. But every, That's my mentality.
2: Everything about you, John, is mini. Hey, hey.
1: Talk, talk about hey. your
0: car.
1: Talk about your car. Can, can, we, <laughs> can we save the slagging until we get to the dating section of the night, all right? Like, <laughs> seriously. Anyway, space exploration, our favorite supervillain. Phil is definitely a band villain. Elon Musk and SpaceX and the Tesla Roadster and everything else that went with it. What do we know about what went on there, lads? Uh, well, number one, I think he's
0: probably the coolest guy on the planet. I want to be able have or at least be one of his employees. Did you hear uh, about the story
1: of him and the sex party? No. This is hilarious. So, Martin, did you hear about this?
2: No, I have no idea what you're on about.
1: Okay, this is going to be a fun one. Right, so he thought he was going to a corporate party. About I'd say it was about a year ago. It was like a corporate fancy dress party. It was actually like a sex party. So he went in in fancy dress, dressed as, like, a knight with, you know, the full armor and all the get-up and whatever. Had no idea it was a sex party, left the place, and then all the news broke about, you know, a day or two later that this was, like, some huge Silicon Valley orgy thing. And when he was asked why was he there, he was like, it was a sex party. He, what? <laughs> he left before anything happened because he just thought.
2: That's exactly it, how I everything. wanted that story to end because, like, it's become a bit of a cliche to see that Elon, or to say that Elon Musk is your hero. What he is. He's the perfect human being in every way.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um yeah, as we saw this week, which I actually thought was pretty cool. I think that's actually really cool to be able to tell my kids in Grant but I don't know maybe some woman would have (laughs) kids in least. But um if that I'll be able to say this to people in order but like you know to send a car in space and that shuttle as well that he launched, that was the biggest shuttle
1: like that was ever made. And the fact that they reclaimed the components and everything. Yeah, and the yeah. fact that
0: they were to reclaim the rockets. But yeah, he basically said he sent up his... Uh, what they wanted to do was... um, yeah, SpaceX are really, really looking into sending people to Mars in the next few years. So um, the reason that they sent up the yeah, Tesla Roadster is that they wanted to basically match the payload <laughs> that they would be sending when people went up. Um, So they were like, yeah, so why we'll not set up in Mars, it's first on everything. So yeah, they said send up a Tesla Roadster and... Uh Musk said that he thinks that it could be thrown around this place for the next billion years, but I think NASA came out and said like yeah, like it's actually going very much towards Jupiter's asteroid belt Uh and it, it might last maybe ten to twelve thousand years before it gets slapped or something. So
2: two questions yeah. on that, right? One, how badly is that skewing the figures on the the range of electric cars right now? And two, will he be covered <laughs> by will he be covered by third party fire and theft? Tap-
1: full full camp though full camp you're sorted (laughs) (laughs) you know splurge that extra few pounds and get fully camped you'll be grand no but actually on Dean's points about it heading towards Jupiter I don't think they've necessarily thought throwing a Tesla Roadster into space fully through because you know that now goes on NASA's radar as an asteroid or anything else that could be hazardous to humankind. It's actually got the Tesla Roadster has an official NASA registry number of one, four, three, two Oh five. So they're constantly (laughs) monitoring that to make sure that it doesn't come into contact with another piece of like, like an asteroid or something that that might knock it or something that would knock something into the trajectory of the earth. So, you know, Really, really good idea. Really class. Probably didn't think through that that little minor, minorly massive detail.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I guess like in grand scary things like this, even in our own solar system, there's probably millions like of comets and asteroids. <laughs> like I
1: don't think one car is going to make a massive difference. I'm pretty sure. If
0: it did get hit by asteroid, the
1: asteroid would deal with it very heavily. I know, but imagine now if like it was this thing of you know you have the David Bowie song playing on yeah. a loop. You just see the Tesla gliding slowly through the sky. Ding. Yeah. And then he's sitting there going, oh, shit. Yeah. 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 not yeah. a good story, but um, I'd imagine that if it ever does happen, that's his part
0: of the Super villain. The Super
1: villain. Exactly. That was his plan. That was yeah. his plan all along.
2: But like, Nailed it. I think like it was an absolute genius move, though. Cause like, like Dean said there, like about putting a <laughs> car into the into the payload. Like, normally, I think I heard somewhere that NASA normally just puts in slabs of concrete, and like mm-hmm. that's fucking fair bore. But like by putting this car in there, like there's still people tweeting about it daily that there's a roadster flying through space. Like, in terms of like you know making space exploration cool again, it was a fucking genius move. Like, everybody's talking about it. It's turning into memes left, right, and center online. Like, it's gone
0: crazy. And that's before Rocket we're man. rockets
2: landing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And seeing them rockets land, I mean, i to have two rockets that were in space probably five, literally about five minutes prior, I guess it was, only, if not less, and be able to land more or less simultaneously on a tiny platform in the middle of the ocean. I don't know why NASA didn't think of this earlier. Like, when Elon Musk on no, his basics, he was like, okay, we want to make rockets, and we want to be able to reuse
1: them. Let's do this. Threw his own money at it. NASA must be looking
0: at themselves and thinking,
1: what, what have what we, did we done? What have we done? I think it is back in the early yeah. 60s. But, like, talk about accuracy. Joe. You, know you know the whole, there was that little hullabaloo of, oh, one of the one of the rockets missed its target on the way back down. Have you seen the distance that it missed by? No. Neither have no. 328 feet. That's all. That's not... That small, it was right, in... There. Fucking thing was in space and he missed the <laughs> target by 328 feet. Yeah, that's a, I'm sorry that's the, the equivalent... Operation. That's essentially the equivalent of you going for bullseye and hitting the, You know the triple 20 and going, yeah, it's good enough for me. George,
2: yeah. George, you know? this is literally rocket science. So That is actually quite a bit.
1: Hey. Hey. I'm accepting that. I'm accepting that. It landed in the Atlantic, nobody got hurt. For a test run for a first time out, I'm accepting 328 feet is a pretty solid result. Yeah.
2: But it was so funny. Like, but, like, I remember when, like, that... Uh, I was just sitting on the couch last week, and that, that live video popped up on my Facebook page. So I remember myself and Dean shared it to Goose there straight away at the same time. And, like, it was just because... You could see the two of us shared it because it was just such an exciting thing to watch. Like, it was like, oh my God, this is possibly like moon landing moment for our generation kind of. And like, yeah, I I didn't exactly know what was happening because it, it, I tuned in about 10 minutes before takeoff. And then as they're going on, they're talking about it, and they're like, the rockets are going to land. You don't believe it until you see it what's actually going to happen. And it's just like...
1: Yeah, and you <laughs> see them touching down. You're like, oh.
2: Imagine like back in the 50s and 60s, like, like when there's all these rockets taking off and like, they're like, celebrating the, the launch and all the rest of it. Imagine if you were telling them that 50 years later, that's going to land again. like that, that's Yeah, really-
1: you're going to get that back.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I think I heard something like, excuse me, I think I heard something like um, the, the previous rocket that they sent up, the Falcon. So this was Falcon Heavy. So the previous one was just Falcon, which was just the middle part. That cost 60 million to send up. But the Falcon Heavy with the two extra rockets cost 90 million to send up. And that's because he's able yep. to recover so much, it doesn't cost that much more to send it up.
1: Yeah. But that's it. And in time, essentially, in period, this is going to act like almost like a shuttle bus system. It's like, you know, up we go. All right, get all the parts back. Fill everybody up again. It's going to be like a really big Lewis.
2: But it'll work. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, not like the really big Lewis that got stuck
0: on a Connell Bridge here last week.
1: <laughs> that was the greatest thing I've ever seen Literally, literally. SpaceX's
0: rockets went to space Literally fucked better than the bloody Lewis
1: <laughs> Yeah, the Lewis that they went Yeah, they 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 didn't do the maths to see This is how long it is And then they block off O'Connell Bridge in rush hour traffic
2: I think I read wow. the, the Irish Times headlines my favourite It's like, Lewis does exactly what it's not supposed to do <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to our our hero Elon. Um, did you uh, did you hear about the second payload, or the little hidden payload that was actually on it? Was this the this is where, this, this the witch? The, 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 the ARC. What's that now? I don't think so. So what they the the, the, the arc looks? It's basically like a shrunken DVD or Blu-ray. It's like a teeny tiny CD, right? And it's a data storage system. So it. Well, each one, each one of these disks can store up to about 360 terabytes of data and basically you know it's all, what what he's put on it is Isaacs Isaac Asimov's foundation Joe the sci-fi trilogy and 6000 SpaceX employees also put their Joe you know, their their names and everything in it so those are in space and supposedly they have a capacity to last something like a billion years so there's human knowledge Joe and these teeny tiny playing discs that are stored in the payload, okay. which is incredible.
2: I bet chat is just Rick Astley on loop.
1: It's what? It's
2: just Rick Astley.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine that aliens eventually someday pick up these these little discs and go, "All right, what were these people at?" i never going to give it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, right. I think I
2: just made the exact same joke that Dean made a few weeks ago, did I?
1: Uh, possibly, but I'm not sure.
0: Um but no, I, I think
1: it is um it was a few points in at that stage, probably <laughs> more
2: likely. I'm actually drinking brandy and port, I'm being all classy.
1: Mm. Oh, very nice. Pancakes after. Hmm? Pancakes in a the while then as well.
2: Oh yeah, man, I can't wait. There there is no tech element to pancakes, there's just pancakes
1: just so I suppose the listeners know we're actually recording this on Pancake Tuesday anticipating Valentine's Day tomorrow and we're going to go stuff our faces with like Joe, just all the pancakes when we're done here there's, So there's not, yeah. there's not more
2: romantic than pancakes and maple syrup and golden golden no. syrup golden syrup, what the hell is maple syrup it's golden syrup
1: <laughs> <laughs> what the Canadians have
2: Weird, I think it's because I'm watching the Winter Olympics maybe that got into my head there
1: yeah but yeah. Uh,
0: um no, again, like back to Elon Musk. Um, I think that totally. like not only not only about like SpaceX, but like the way he's going about um, like he he it's like that he feels that the world is we're already technology wise we are evolving at a uh, learning rate. Uh, like if you look back at where we were ten years ago and how far our technology, even as smartphones, has developed. And for him, he's just looking at us like this isn't fast enough, and he's just taking it into his own hands now making like these self driving cars uh who like you know to even start uh, delivering making deliveries like with freight trucks and everything going across the country by themselves. Um, actually also only on the only time they were the weekend in uh, uh London she's from Pittsburgh and she said that they already have um Uber self driving cars over them, and I didn't know that at all. I thought that like I, I knew that they were like looking into develop. Um not develop but um, I, I think Audio or something like that uh company money to start and self driving cars. But um, the fact that even already there are self-driving cameras over in America picking people up and giving them um lifts uh, everywhere, like I think that it's actually momentum. The fact that a company as big as Uber is going to trust um, not even Musk or not even Musk because they're not using Tesla. Up, but they able to use that technology. technology to safely get by people from A to B.
1: But even, I, I like, to paraphrase, I was listening to Joe Rogan the other day, to paraphrase what he had to say on Elon Musk really puts it into perspective how much trust and faith people have in his brains in general, I guess. Um, the American government, if they turned around to the people of Los Angeles and goes, we're going to bore tunnels thousands of miles deep into the ground, we're going to put your cars onto a little shuttle, and down you go, and off you pop, people would be going, hey, hey, you're crazy. We're not doing this. Like, no. But Elon Musk turns around and goes, Yeah, so I'm going to bore some holes. I'm going to put your car in a sled. And we're going to do it. And everybody's like, Yep, yeah, work away. He's got his plan and permission already. Yeah. They,
0: and
1: uh, just, no, okay,
0: no, off you go. And was <laughs> taking years and years to develop. I mean, like, that again is a scandalous, just a massive project to be able to take on. And he does. It's like money isn't even a, a, an issue for him. Well, it's not. He just says, well, I, want, I want to do this, so i got to figure out a way to do it. And he just does it like that. He's like, no, a very I wish that, like, he's a just somewhat ambition and stuff. Um, they, like, all of just a lot of the stuff that he is in development, developing at the moment, he'll probably be dead before he can even see it in its prime. But, like, he doesn't care because he's thinking about, like, the future of humankind and he wants us to stop being just, um, so... I mean, like, roads, roads and cars have been around for literally, what, maybe 100 years? Yeah. And he just think, like, why are we still using, why are we still driving cars ourselves? Why are we
1: still using... Like one story roads, if you can get me. And it all started with PayPal.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, you know, and actually don't... didn't, like, I said this to someone the other day and they laughed at me. <clears throat> he didn't make a huge amount off PayPal. It was like 180 million.
1: Yeah. He's worth 30 billion these days or 20 billion or he's worth billions. Good God. Yeah. yeah. I think I was looking at his figures. <laughs> I think it's 20.1 billion is his net estimated worth between all his companies put together.
0: And even only a handful of them, I'd say, companies where he actually sells stuff. He, also, he sells the Teslas, and probably how many of like, more. Um, he's got the, um, what is it, the battery? The uh, Tesla, you know, the... Um, the battery in Australia. Yeah, he's got that. He's got the um, sort of new roof panels. Yep. yep. The solar roof panels, he's got that as well. Solar city yeah, or, yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like that, and He's got it? SpaceX, which basically has to himself. itself. And this new, um, the new road system that he wants to make is going to probably have to fund that himself. So
1: he, nah, he's selling flamethrowers. That's how he's making money he for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, the, the, I don't know where he's getting this fund from. I know but is—he's he's making it work. And John if it's not coming out of my pocket, I don't i will happy to sit back and enjoy the ride. <laughs> but
2: like, I think, I think I'm right in saying that there is a. I think it's it, the work is underway, but like. There's actually going to be, so that underground tunnel thing, the hyperloop, there's going to be a hyperloop between Paris and Amsterdam by 2021. And like it means that you'll be able to travel along at about, I think it's something like a, 1100 kilometres an hour or something like that. And Holy you, shit. You'll be able to get from Paris to Amsterdam in something like a half an hour. Whereas normally... It takes the trip fun trip out of inter Yeah, and you know that, the fact as well that
0: the hyperloop is still... Pressing. And he's, hit, and he's made him to have a deadline to be able to go from Paris to Amsterdam only three years ago. It yeah. shows how ambitious he is like, and how much work he's really putting into these projects.
1: You wouldn't want to be motion sick getting on most of his prop, know, prop yeah. things. <laughs> Between the boring company sending you underground and shoot, <laughs> shooting you off at hundreds of miles an hour, well, the Hyperloop, which is just like screw it, and then a rocket. You wouldn't want to be motion, motion I mean, sick around here Even the, the Rolls sort it goes like
0: not 60 in something like two seconds or something like that. Yeah. yeah, the, the, oh, the, yeah.
2: Is it the, the Model X I think has a thing, kind of thing? Called insane launch mode or something like that. Like there's, if you look on oh, YouTube now. reactions to launch mode on Tesla, and people just they don't know what to think because the car just goes from zero to sixty like so fast.
0: Yeah, yeah. I definitely love like, this speed and it's all about just getting people people from A to B easier and faster and more cost efficient. So no, I'm I'm i board with whatever he's um, Going
1: it's because he's single and he's trying to show off. Yeah. Actually, I, that's I, a true I, I story. Fact
0: as well, can We talk about that. He, uh, he seems to be NASA have been talking about putting people on Mars for probably decades. Probably like not long after they stopped sending people to the moon. And Elon Musk has only come out of the woodwork really about this ambition in the past six or seven years. And he, he he wants to do it in the next well within the next decade. Probably within the next five years or so. It's just the only concern is like I don't even think when Nessa or Elon Musk. The issue is getting to Mars. It's getting the people
1: back. It's what you do when you're there. Yeah, <laughs> it's so. just standing on the rock going, "Yep, yeah, you yeah. made it." And to
0: us, he's the very man that will find a way as well. Yeah, valid. Here's a question. Right, is there any in- what? What? They
2: um. So I I was talking. I was looking at the press conference after the launch day and Musk said he wants. Uh, they plan to have people strapped to one of his rockets going up by the end of this year. So, uh, if you've seen I'm back the history of SpaceX so far, they've had probably their fair share of ba- like crashes and good launches. Mm. If you were offered a seat to go up in the first manned SpaceX rocket, would you do it?
1: Yep. Yeah, not a question. I, I'm in. I
0: don't see that much. Yeah, so, like I I I like I don't mind flying. I find flying
1: grand and I'm very much in the headspace that more people die in a car uh, boarding to do with planes in a year. But there's always just that question in the back of my head like what if I'm not even a fan of plane takeoffs, but like I'm getting on that. Yeah. If the option gig is there
0: to get on that, I'm going.
1: Yeah, no, that, uh... you, I... Would you do it?
2: Um yeah, quite uh quite between the two, so similar to what Dean was saying there, like about like, you know, flying right now is such a normal thing for us, but like <coughs> back in the back in the sixties and fifties, like Jesus, you were taking life into your hands going up to a plane. So I think that yeah. I, I think SpaceX will get to a point where oh yeah, I'm just popping off over to Mars there for the weekend. Love, I'll see you next week. Um, like that. That's all. That's probably a well. It's probably about a century away, but like it's it's Disneyland Mars. It, it's it's within it's it's say yeah, it's close to within being. Living history in the future,
0: but yeah. long story uh, short, yeah, no, fuck it. Uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Imagine, I mean, like I saw someone on Facebook earlier on saying that um, the Virgin Galactic, game, that they're expected to be able to actually give people like a tour, like be able to actually send them up like into the atmosphere. I, I don't know, I wouldn't say that I saw that they want to be able to do like by the end of the year, but mm. definitely space tourism does seem to be kind of like. It's something that a lot of companies, well, a lot of companies, but well, like some companies are into.
1: Virgin. Because,
0: like, there, probably,
1: there probably is a future in it. Yep. And between Branson and Elon Musk, if you put the two of them in a the room, they're going to figure out something between them.
0: Yeah, yeah. To be but fair. Even like, like you said, Darrell, when you go up into space in one of these rockets, you could see um, the speed that it was accelerating at when, when oh, you watch oh, it during the day. And even when it aches in our atmosphere, it was still accelerating at a scandalous rate and it was accelerating fast, But it seemed really smooth. Yeah, it does seem really smooth. Like the last time that I saw it, I think it was going to something like 14,000 kilometers um, per hour or something like
1: that. It's easy to say it's smoother when you're looking at the camera, but inside yeah, you're probably exactly. shaking around. Yeah. You feel your bones rattling going, No, Jesus, what's going on here now? Yeah, but uh, no, I do think that um, commercial,
0: not space exploration, but commercial space tourism is something that a lot of companies are looking into making fairly common in the
1: next decade or so all right martin we'll let you have the last word on this just conscious of time before we wrap it up so i'll let you have the last word on spacex because i know in the next section you're probably going to be as useless (laughs) as a wet towel
2: hey wet towels have uses um (laughs) yeah i I think uh i think spacex is probably one of the most exciting ones out there like it's funny you mentioned branson there and uh virgin media galactic or virgin galactic sorry um (laughs) <laughs> because nobody's really talking about them now since SpaceX happened, because like, they're they're after owning the, the modern equivalent of the, the news, which is they got popular on Twitter, um, which means everybody's talking about SpaceX now. But it was really cool, that same yep. press conference with Musk, he said, wouldn't it be great to have uh, the, a new space race? So, like, you know, you've got, I can't yeah. think of the name of it now, but you have uh, Jeff Bezos, he's got his own Amazon space exploration company, so you got Virgin Galactic with with uh you have have got Elon Musk like there there are three people right there that's gonna make space exploration bloody exciting in the next twenty or thirty years.
0: And like the likes of NASA are probably like falling behind. And mm-hmm. uh, like uh, Donald Trump said uh, that he's gonna be to go back to the moon uh, over the next couple of years. I mean that's I suppose NASA probably. Like, right. I'm not doing anything to save your life now.
1: But, yeah, it's um, like, moon, been um, there, done that. Can we go somewhere fun? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
0: but I mean, like, like, honestly, I think the NASA now are, like, they seem to be concentrating a lot on, like, finding life on other planets, like, light years away. Like, um, but again, like, you know, like I said, yeah, maybe in the next couple of years, we really will see it development in a new space for this. And it's pretty exciting times with space yeah. exploration. And I don't really love space exploration. You, yeah, do. Like, uh, yeah, you just know?
1: want to meet Darth Vader. I think
0: <laughs> I think
2: going to the moon is kind of like going for a weekend in Belfast. Like, you, you do it, and you're happy you did it. But, you're, but you're, you, nice. you've seen everything Why are you going back there? Yeah,
0: it's, it's warmer in Mars So
2: it's still there. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, yeah Sorry if anybody really actually listens to this in Belfast I, I love your city, it's lovely
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nice save Right that, Because obviously as we know but Probably today is Valentine's Day By the time we actually get this out So oh, you've it's all about the love now, It'll be done, don't worry about it <laughs> Um Cause love is in the air.
0: Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> Just get uh, get get all your love songs out of you now. Like, come on, one more. Uh, Dean, you're the only one.
0: No. <laughs> really Heartbreaker, hard- something like that. Oh jeez.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you need. Are you on Tinder? This is where we're going to start. Date apps. What are you using? Are you are you using any? I'm not using it. I a uh,
0: week well, to do my Tinder So you're uh, all, you're, to... you're
1: trying to use the old school method. Yeah, I just
0: actually find it easier just literally going out and talking to people. I find that texting is it's just uh, it's too hard to carry a conversation, and uh, I don't know. I just feel like it's a bit unnatural. I like I don't, I was on Tinder for a while, like, I just never met any birds. I it because I just never really got interested in them enough. I downloaded Bumble for a while, and I thought it was
1: Bumble's cool. Bumble's interesting. Uh,
0: it depends on who you're looking really, from then anyway.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really... Da- the, the problem for a lot of people with online dating, I think, is how good do you look in a photo? Yeah, and exactly. And how, how, really, how good are you with filters and photoshops and bits yeah, and pieces to make yourself uh, stand out from the crowd? It's kind of Yeah.
0: superficial like, no, and shallow. Basically, um, you don't even know the people that are trying to um, base an opinion on them on their looks, um, how many friends
1: they have if they like dogs, and if they can say something funny in their bio. However, it's the law of numbers. You catch your net wider, you're about to catch more fish. That's you know, plenty of yeah. plenty of fish. I don't know. Yeah, I've been on Plenty
0: of Fish as well. That's such a horrendous app. It's got such an awful user interface and uh, there's not anything like you
1: can see it, so I have a date this weekend from Plenty of Fish, so I'll let you know how that goes. Yeah. Uh, I'm on yeah. at the moment, like so for me I'm single about two years now, roughly. Yeah, yeah. About that. So at this stage do, I work in a, in an office where it's all dudes. I play soccer. I'm around dudes. I don't have the opportunity really most of the time to meet women. Yeah. So for me, online dating is uh, it's a it's a nice other option. Yeah. Because yeah. in my general circles, I just don't
0: get. All women. I I
1: just yeah, I just don't get to see them. Uh, but then, wow. So that sounds horrible. Apologies for that. That's actually, um, that's that's I actually
2: didn't, really interesting though. Like cause you know, like I was saying to you guys, like. I'm probably not going to be too useful in this section because I've had a girlfriend since before I've had a smartphone. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, tech guy has a girlfriend, breaking news. Um, yeah. So, like, I think it's really interesting, though, because, like, you know, it, when, I, when I got, when I started going out with my girlfriend, it was, like, college, like, you know, where it's, you're surrounded by women and lads and stuff like that. And, but, like, when yeah. you do move on in life, and you could easily end up, Somewhere that like you are surrounded by lads and like stuff like that, like you know, so you play hurling, you play soccer, whatever. Your social engagements do actually kind of pave the way for something like Tinder to make total sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and it does. It like and that is really it for me because the only other options that I have to meet women are when I'm coaching at the football team, which means I'm chatting up players' mothers. (laughs) <laughs> dog, the the, co- the kid kids the kids that I'm coaching I'm trying to chat up their mothers which is a big no no <laughs> the yeah, other option is when I'm in the po- position, John. Well
0: done.
1: <laughs> I've been involved with that club 22 years at this stage no, no, they are no. not getting rid- yeah they're not getting rid of me yet <laughs> <laughs> One more um year. but like One a, more year. the Four more years. I'm going. We're we're going for things. Let's see. But um, no. On the on the other side of the coin, like the other option I have is Joe Nights out and Nights out. Yeah, they're good. But people are drunk and it's. I just find it's
0: not a yeah, it, it, not really genuine attraction. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're drunk. You're drunk. You, you might end up hooking up and walking away, shifting, drifting, or riding and gliding, whatever way you <laughs> want, whatever way you want to call it. But the the likelihood of you know, finding a long-term, meaningful relationship from, you know, getting pissed and being in an nightclub is probably equally as viable, if not slightly less so, than using yeah. dating apps. And I know even for women in general, they find it a lot more comfortable. For, for the the women I've I've spoken to, um, because you know nights out, you have a lot of you know creepy dudes really getting up in your face.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And this is this leads me on to the story of Bumble, which I found very interesting. So you're one who set this up. Um, she just got sick of being like harassed by dudes on nights out, and when she was on the likes of Tinder and stuff herself, you know, mm-hmm. it's all about you know, the guy making a first move, and it's cringy at times. You know, some some good guys out there, are, they're awesome are, <laughs> and they're pests. Yeah, Let, let's be fair. We know a few. We know a few ourselves. Yeah. I'm not going to name names, but we know a few. And you one set this up, and it's very female led. So, if I match with a girl, I can't make the first contact. She has There's a 24-hour window where she has to make contact or or the match goes away. Ah, that's
0: very interesting. Hmm.
1: So, you have a 24-hour window to make the match. Now, what you're also allowed to do is, from the guy's perspective, if you haven't heard from her in the first 24 hours, before that 24 hours finishes up, you can do a renewal for once a day for one contact Only And for that one contact, you can only do it once, if that makes sense, if you can follow that train of thought. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I match with this girl. I can refresh it for a day, but I can't do it again after a day. And if she hasn't made contact at that point, it's gone. We move on. So it really puts the emphasis on the female making the first contact so that... She's not getting got married
0: with a dick pic basically. Yeah, essentially. Because <laughs> girls do. They actually do. I yeah. chatting, like a like, lot of girls who work all the time and they say like it's, it's a joke. Um, men of Ireland stop doing it. They don't yeah. want it and you're not going There's to do it. There's nothing
1: pretty about know. a dick pic. Yeah.
0: Like, could you imagine um, actually walking like, up to a girl in a nightclub with your lad
2: out and just being like, hi. Exactly.
1: Dean's done it. What are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if it does work. <laughs>
0: it's like a penis before. No, but. Yeah. Yeah. But so even like I said, like in like bumble I think like i had a lot of um uh, and even online in general, like a couple of um uh, girls who I'm friends with, they say that like lads uh, I don't know what is society these things, but lads don't even ask girls for numbers anymore. So I think uh, uh, I'm not saying that like it's handy for me to meet lads, but it's just another option because we seem to be have come into this kind of a culture where you meet girls to text and yeah. lads aren't really expected to Meeting her on the street and be like, hey, I think you really good looking, or we go get a coffee or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, um, they're going to have a dating app, yeah. at least it does. For once, it puts a woman on control and she can nicely call a shot.
1: But even on that, that's a very good point about, you know, Th- this is probably the negative aspect of the online dating and dating apps yeah, in general, yeah, yeah. or just dating apps in general, the ability to walk up to somebody and say, Hi, do you want to go for coffee? Yeah. It is yeah. completely gone. You yeah. yeah. can't do it. I mean, I had a story from a mate, third party. Again, I won't name names. But he was, he's in a relationship, right? So they were doing the, the 12 pubs of Christmas just there before Christmas. And he goes up to the bar. And it's the pub where you have to buy a sh- stranger a drink. Now, the only other group in the bar is a group of girls. So he buys the girl a drink. Joe goes, this is our pub to buy somebody a drink. What you want bought a drink and they got chatting for a few minutes just while the lads are waiting on their drinks and joe normal friendly b- chatting nothing untoward and your one goes give me your phone for a second she was like i have a girlfriend and she was like all oh, right well you can find me on tinder if you want she was more interested in she didn't like want his number she was looking to see did he have tinder on his phone so that she could find herself and match mm-hmm. that way so that that's how they talk wow. rather than giving ra- rather than number. giving her phone number
2: Oh, that's
1: yeah yeah I, I don't know whether that was a safe like a, a security thing for for her or whether that's something that's epidemic whether she felt i'm not giving this guy my number because he could be a creep at least if it's through an app i can just delete him and whatever i don't know or is that a wider problem that we've seen in general because that's not the only story like that that i've heard i guess
2: I actually, really like just I'm just looking at the the Bumble website here. So just go back to that for a second. Like I know you yeah. said this is kind of about um, women making the first move, but like, is it not like again? I don't really know it that well, honestly. But is it like <coughs> is it kind of more like traditional? Like it looks like so a guy comes along, he's like basically saying, "Yeah, that looks like a match. That looks like a match." He swipes or yeah. whatever, and then yeah. it, so it's actually like the real traditional kind of lad walks up to a girl in a bar. Like it's more of an old kind has, of approach,
1: really, isn't it? Yeah, and if she matches, then it's up to her to reciprocate with, you know, initial contact I or approach. something to, yeah. to to make it, you know, to to make something happen yeah. initially yeah. or whatever. Unlike Tinder, where it's like match, yay, yeah. here's a gif Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's cool. yeah. Well, It's it's definitely one of the more interesting ones because, as Dean said, I think Plenty of Fish is a very archaic kind of design. It's very much like here's a picture, here's a profile, like, you have to really, like, list out, like, your interests and shit, and, and I don't have, and anybody can talk to you, there's no filtering, there's no, yeah. like, H system, all you do is you put in your location and say, Limerick or Dublin or yeah. Galway, and then you just get everybody within a fucking 60 mile radius of that.
2: I think that's actually, like, really interesting, though, as well, like, if you go back to what we were talking about earlier on, like, you remember the... The hands free kits and stuff like that, and people think you're crazy walking around, so people didn't do it. And then eventually, it just got so handy, everybody did it. I think, like, yeah, on, right. online dating has a very similar life where it's been like a couple of like quite a few people were doing it, but it was socially unacceptable to do it. And then, like, t- yeah. Tinder came along, and I know it's just completely alright but Yeah, I was on Tinder, I met him on Tinder, yeah, whatever.
0: That's yeah, I'm one of my best friends met his girlfriend on Tinder, mm. so. And, like, uh, again, like you said, it's completely normal. Like, there's no shame behind it anymore. Yeah. But, like, if I went up to a girl on the street and I said, I think you're very attractive, i will go get a coffee. I'd say she'd probably look at me and, like, have four eyes. Oh, and you'd, run. you'd have a guard following you into your next shop, for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah So yeah. what I mean. Like, so, like,
0: I think, like, for uh, social and that kind of thing, I think, you know, like, it isn't great. But, in terms of For people, it's like, say, like, people who wouldn't have a lot of confidence in themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it probably would would help people like that a lot who like are and you know, do feel a bit more comfortable like behind you know, the screen and being able to um come up conversation with the government and uh, find the common interest and then when they do eventually meet in person they have something to talk about So it's very easy if you meet someone for the very first time their talks will be able to just cut, go go blank.
1: Yeah, I'd i i agree as well. Like as I said yeah. myself, my situation is very much it it, it serves a purpose because of. Personal circumstance in terms of where my time is spent with, you know, other commitments and things like that. But yeah, I mean, being able to go up and talk to somebody and just do it that way seems to have kind of slowly died out a little bit. So it's just the nature of the beast, I guess, that the dating world has changed. Mm-hmm. So online dating is kind of here to stay. And oh yeah, and yeah. And yeah.
0: the,
1: the amount, the the amount of platforms. Like let, I'm just, we'll do a quick roll call and see how many we can yeah. hit. Just for the crack, right? So we've got Tinder, plenty of fish. We've got Bumble, Grinder, EHarmony, Match.com, El- El- Elite Singles. Um, Bad- what's that one where? Bedu. Bad- I know one. It's York called
0: Badoo. What? I
1: know
2: one. Badoo That's
1: it. Badoo, Yeah. I I I actually had a look and just went nah. There was also
0: even today they now have
1: a their own oh, come their to own day. like matching
0: Courtney. site something
1: yeah yeah like that's just 10 there off the bat and i'm sure i'm sure there's plenty more yeah i'm sure there's plenty more
2: yeah, right, right like so that's kind
1: of everybody single. single <laughs> huh?
2: it's like having another facebook page like you have a facebook page a twitter page a linkedin a tinder a plenty yeah. of facebook profile it just all leads into a new social life
1: yep yep mm-hmm. basically essentially but so that's kind of the single people covered, and if you can't really do the Tinder thing, get you know no. you can you can invest a fortune in a sex robot because they're all over the place these days.
0: Yeah, they're very disturbing to look at. I'm you know, trying to, to make it as realistic as possible. No, they're it's <sighs> very
1: it's very terrifying. terrifying. Have you seen much of these, Martin?
0: <laughs> What's that supposed to mean, John?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm saying long-term relationship. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, no, I've seen like the, the stuff that was at CES this year, like the, the dancing robot stripper yokes, they were kind of mental. Um, yeah. And I've seen some of the like, the, I don't know if they were robots or not, but I, I definitely I've seen like documentaries about those uber creepy fucking sex dolls that like,
1: look. There was right a brothel down. that got closed down in the UK a week ago. That was the first ever like robot sex doll no. brothel and they got closed. Yeah. Yeah. Currently uh, googling K
2: sex brothel for robots.
1: Yeah, <laughs> creepy. I'm, I'm like you go in. I'm. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm going to be a bit crude here, but you know, go in, blast the load, walk out, and then whose job is it to clean the machines? Oh, Christ!
0: I yeah,
2: think of that? A Roomba. What? A Rumba? One of those like robot vacuum cleaners.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, but some I don't, yeah. Either way, no, thank you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not oh, Christ, yeah.
1: that's creepy. Yeah. Okay. Well, but like, you can also buy yourself one yourself. I think seven and a half grand for one of the cheaper models. That uh, I did research. I wasn't looking for myself. I'm going to be clear about this. My search history looks terrible now, but well, yeah, there we go. Well,
2: my search history just got updated with that as well, so we're in the same boat.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, you know see people if you're ever looking at my computer for whatever reason clearing it out there now good god it's not my fault it's not my yeah. fault I blame this <laughs> but yeah no in terms of do we have anything else really to talk about sex tech apart from uh, Jesus do you remember Mar- do you remember Martin last year when we were at um, the tech summit in Dublin we went to the talk by Cindy Gallup.
2: yeah yeah that was actually interesting. You... Like I remember, I remember finding it so interesting that you know, like obviously, there's all those websites out there, like you, know, you got Pornhub and all this stuff. Um, and you're a big I'm, fan of that
1: one.
2: Uh, sure, I'm aware of it, but um, <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, she was like trying to make this platform where, so obviously, Pornhub is like this whole thing of what people think is be where it's yes. not really like. <laughs> realistically no girlfriend wants to do a lot of stuff like that for a lad but like no
1: people in reality want to do half the shit that goes on there there's
2: there's actually a really fun funny jim jeffries joke about you can't smell porn um yeah yeah, so like she tried to make this, this website where couples could actually record real couple sex and like make a profit off it. but the problem she had was that PayPal, who is no longer owned by Elon Musk, so he's not to blame for this, but PayPal wouldn't give them payment options, no hosting company would let them have a website, and they ran into all these like massive technical legal problems, and what she just said yep. on stage was so funny, it was just like, right now, sex tech could be the biggest golden egg waiting to be found in the entire tech industry.
1: I think it's a $30 billion industry in total, which is actually pretty good in in some cases but when you put in perspective that Elon Musk's personal fortune is 20 billion that a whole industry is worth marginally a percentage more than his personal profit really shows how slowly it's been taken up
2: and but he's, again it's a it, single so you'd wonder why he wasn't all over this
1: he yeah but it's a fee, it's a very female led um, part of the tech revolution i guess which I'm really happy about because, well, like, like I'm going to be br- brutally honest here, but like, who knows more about what gets a woman going than a woman? Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: Like, me and you, we can sit here all day long and we can turn around and go, yeah, I'm, I'm the big man, I know this, I know that. In reality, we don't know Jack. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just looking here as well. Um, like. We do sure. our best.
0: Porn sites, well, porn in general contributes to about 30% of, like, internet traffic. Yeah. So, like, as as you said there, like it could be, like, a golden egg, um, or it could be, like, a golden egg going forward. But uh, as far as
1: I am aware, I thought that, like, you could make like, accounts on Pornhub and just, like, upload your own stuff anyway. You can, so, like, but there such look- with, there's such an
0: issue with... issue this thing, but... It's more realistic. Like, the whole really
1: idea good. is that it's showing compassionate real love so that... I suppose teenagers, young teenagers who are growing up in a time where porn is just readily available on a smartphone. Do you remember what watching porn was like when you were thirteen? Waiting for twenty minutes so with your, <laughs> for twenty minutes for buffering screens to come through. That's probably still the that same was, with your internet these no, days. That was but it's
0: probably anyway. a couple years down the line. I remember it was basically some <laughs> so we'll coming to school and they'd like the porn video and excited to every fellow in class. Yeah. Jesus. Lads I but, I don't I don't think, think, but like these I think we just found a
2: really so, funny generational gap between us. I know I'm not a lot older than you, but for me it wasn't online. It was a ten-minute preview on Channel Nine Four Two on Sky.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we've all. Me, with lot all but the whole thing yeah. is, but I guess the whole thing is that young teenagers are growing up seeing the, their first interactions with sex in general are yeah. through porn. So that's the perception of what's normal yeah. or what's expected or how. People have sex, and it's not. And the yeah. whole idea is to make things a bit clearer and a bit more understandable. That it's about love, not just you know, raunchy, yeah, weird, friends. freaky shit. Yeah,
2: yeah we should yeah, probably yeah. point out, like Cindy Gallup, the, the website that she created, Make Love Not Porn TV, um, like the whole idea of that is that like you, a, a real couple creates a real porn video. Well, it's not really porn; it's a, a making love video, say. Um. Oh. Then you know you get to rent that out. So I think it's, it's I'm just looking at it here again. My search history is fucked. I
1: daughters. don't know, no, sure you already have an account on there, don't you?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had to get more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was your account where we got so they closed down
2: and it was too much traffic on the other This is a rendezvous back at my point there. Um <laughs> uh, so it's five dollars per video to rent and you get that for three weeks of unlimited viewing. Um, which is actually that's, 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 that's a okay, fair price. Right? Um, and then have never same video on my life twice. And also you always skip to the last thirty seconds. Um and then they get a share of fifty percent of the profits. So I think that that's the really cool thing about the platform is that it's not just about Uploading videos, it's actually couples making a few bob off of They're
1: yeah, Very, very true. Yeah,
0: look, when robots 7 starts taking on the jobs in the future, at least that's one option. Well, no, they're sex robots. We're fucked on all angles here. true, <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah, making videos as <laughs> sex robots. We can't win.
2: We're just going to be sitting at home, plugged into some virtual computer like the Matrix, where we're off living back 20 years ago where everything was okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, for it to steam, yeah, I think it
1: might wrap it up bit. Yeah, yeah. Martin, would you like to have the final say before we wrap it up for the day?
2: On what sex stuff?
1: Just in general. Yeah. give us the give us the social media handles. Give us the last pitch. Tell us all to go home.
2: All right. So yeah, go. I hope you all enjoyed that. Thanks for listening to the last couple of weeks. It's great to finally get involved in on the podcast myself um check us out on
1: nice to have you on the
2: what great to have you ah Um, so yeah you can check us out on the old twitter machine it's uh at goose underscore ie that's g-o-o-s 3d underscore ie uh facebook then something similar it's just forward slash goose g-o-o-s 3d uh started to get a bit more creative on the old instagram as well again g-o-o-s 3d I sure, it's Snapchat. They they made a big update there this week with uh Snap Maps. So we're on we're We'll on Snapchat, deal with that next so. week. Yeah, we're on Snapchat. Today. Yeah. So same yes. again, G.O.S 3D. All
1: then. Cool. Thank you very much and goodbye. Peace yeah. out.
2: Bye. Bye now. Shut up and sit down.